We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. Here we go. What's up, Broncos country? It's Wednesday night, which means it's time for another episode of Mile High Insiders. With me for our second consecutive show, since we did a little bit of a remix, a little bit of a show mix-up, if you will, Thomas Hall. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm surviving. Fantastic. Did I'm not fantastic. Get- dude. We got two <laughs> weeks in a row of the new look MHI. Yeah, yeah. Fun to get into. Super Bowl's over. We're going to talk about that. Hash that out mm. a little bit. But I'm fantastic, man, because we're one clo- one day closer to Broncos football. I know it's still f- far away. It's, you know, this crazy thing distant in a lot of people's minds with Broncos yep. country really zeroed in on the Avs, the Nuggets right now. But we got tons of football we got to get to in this show. So Absolutely. I am fantastic, Tom. <laughs> That's great, man. I know you got dumped on with a lot of snow. So let's hope uh, hope for the best as we uh, as we roll through the show. <laughs> got a little bit down here, but not too bad. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because on the days they should call snow days, they don't here. And on the days where it's just a little cold, apparently they do. So it's a whole thing here in Colorado. I mean, I guess uh, the PTAs got really upset. I'm getting emails from the, the school administrators saying, we apologize about monitoring. We need to get these kids in school, all right? My daughter already <laughs> has, like, President's Day off Monday. I think she's off Friday. How many days off did you guys get when you were in school? Because it seems like in today's day and age, man, these kids are – we just got off Christmas break and valentine's day i get it you're not going to do a lot in school that day anyway i digress what's up everybody (laughs) tom luke scott here on mhi i want to say hello to some folks in the stream before we get to our broncos news of the day mike s our guy bama first one in appreciate you what's up tom luke dylan chat and scott um, one of our own speaking of dylan dylan von ars sub broncos country make sure you hit that like button on the way in Share on all platforms and subscribe if you have not done so already. Be sure to head on over to milehighhuddle.com where you can check out Dylan Von Arx's latest work as well. And say a hello to a good friend, Michaela Israel. What's up, Michaela? Hopefully you're doing well. Tom, you got to meet Michaela, hang out with her at the MHH right. meet and greet last fall. Uh, huge congratulations to her. Uh, just got her bachelor's degree i believe in psychology i want to make sure i'm saying that right not psychiatry i could still be screwing it up had a little celebration today so we want to make sure we celebrate uh our own congratulations michaela yeah congratulations thanks for being here it's wonderful to see you alessandro coming in hello thomas luke dylan and the rest of broncos country let's ride <laughs> yeah, <I think laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone wants to change it to to something else i think <laughs> let's ride but we're still gonna do it you know what? And we have we're changing it here in Broncos country, especially here in Mahai Huddle. Head on over to the huddleuppod.com store. Grab yourself an MHI hat. Tom's got one coming in since he is the other half of MHI. And uh get a Buckham t-shirt. I don't know if you saw these yet, Tom, but I am in love. I, I texted Chad right away as soon as they came out saying, dude, I need one of these t-shirts. 
hashtag Buckham. It's got Sean Payton's sweet MHH. Well, not MHH, but a visor. It's orange threads. It's going to look really good at this hat, guys. I'm telling you. Uh, hashtag Buckham. That's the huddleuppod.com store. Got to be sure to give everybody a plug there. Um, EDJ, EDJ coming in with a congrats to Michaela. That's always awesome. Kenneth Patterson in the house. Patrick Wilsey. Uh, Todd Ostendorf, what's going on? Scott weighing in on the ones and twos, and he thinks his kids have four or five day weeks all year. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. I mean, these kids, dude, they're not. And forgive me, uh, old man moment, but it's they don't do a lot of work in school anymore, Tom. They really don't. Um, God bless all our teachers for having to put up with them. But sometimes the curriculum, it needs a shakeup. And that's what we're doing here at MHI. We're talking about a shakeup. Coaching. Sean Payton yes. has got to figure out his coaching staff, Tom. The Super Bowl is over. Not that I didn't love seeing Coach on the Pat McAfee show or, you know, giving some of those real good gems and in interviews to Mike Kliss, but it's time to start figuring things out here. Broncos country wants to know who the coaching staff of the 2023 Denver Broncos is going to be. Slowly but surely, they're starting to get some answers. Yeah, and that's just it. I mean, we are uh, we are sitting here looking at – unknowns and wondering, you know, we've got all these um, <clears throat> pro days coming up. We've got combine. Like, let's get this thing together. Michael Ronquillo. Thank you so much. Coming in from Facebook, Facebook Whoa! stars. It's always great seeing you here. Uh, we really appreciate all the support and all of the comments that you bring to this chat. And Michael says, good evening, Luke and Thomas Hall on the mile high yeah. insiders. Go Broncos. We appreciate and Deacon, you, man. And Deacon Scott, I know he's thinking of Scott in the back too. Mike, thank you so much. Huge $50 super chat over on Facebook. Those Facebook stars mean a lot to us. Help us keep the lights on here at MHH, especially in that off season. So thank you, Mike. And um, I'd be curious, Michael, you know, the Super Bowl was in his home state of Arizona. Broncos country is everywhere. Not Absolutely. a geographical location, a state of being. See the mission statement over at milehighhuddle.com. <laughs> but it, it's, it's one of these things, man, where I'm wondering how how was it? If you were there in Arizona, let us know in the chat. Let us know how the Super Bowl was. It looked like it was okay on the outside, but those field conditions, my goodness, oh. Tom. It looked horrible. I don't know if it was the paint. I don't know what it was. They had a, a gentleman, the sod father. I know it wasn't his fault. This is a 95-year-old <laughs> gentleman or so out there yeah. who's done every single one of the fields before the Super Bowl. This one was a little different. It looked like they were out yeah. there on ice. Yeah, it was awful conditions. You know, it was awful <laughs> all around. The fact that the Chiefs won was awful. Um, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I was uh, I, I watched that, and the the big thing that I took away there was a lot of a lot of things that could have happened, but the one thing that I took away from that is they got it. They have enough just getting pressure. You got to get sacks on Mahomes if you're going to beat him because he's so good against the pressure, and that's what I'm looking for. You know, as we start to talk a little bit more about these coaches, defensive coordinators, who's going to be able to get those Broncos defenders to the quarterback and take him to the ground. Mm. Who's going to do it? It's got to be multiple guys, right? Because yeah, Pat Mahomes sure. just keeps coming at you, especially on one leg. Uh, Michaela in the channel saying, what up, Scott? Glad you're back. Scott returning from vacation. I think Nick is coming back. Nick's back. Um, he'll be on the pods here shortly, I'm sure. But I saw his tweets. He had to sit oh, in the yeah. airplane with a <laughs> screaming infant or something like that. And it's yeah. like, ha, it serves <laughs> you right for a beautiful vacation in Hawaii, Nick Kendall. I hope that yep. flight was long, brother. I hope it was long, <laughs> but we've all been there, man. It's almost like a rite of passage. Once you get through one of those screaming baby flights, you should be good to go for at least five or six more. Phil McLaughlin coming in with some support. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate you so much. Good evening, Thomas, Luke, and Deacon Scott. Welcome back to Scott. Hashtag MHH for life. Hashtag Buckham. And that's what I'm talking about, man. Buckham. Because you know me, Tom. I'm not. I've been with me for a long time. And I don't apologize just for anything. And I'm sure. very unapologetic, especially with my tweets. Um, and I feel like Buckham just kind of says it for me. It kind of does it. <laughs> not that we've coined it or anything here at MHH. Sure. But we're definitely leaning into it. Phil, I would love to see you in one of those shirts. Dom Harmio, another one of our good guys coming in. Saying, Scott Kennedy, hope you enjoyed your vacation, buddy. It's cool to see so many uh, of our friends and family support us when we're on vacation because we've got another guy or gal ready to come in and pinch hit. Uh, I saw Eric on with Carl last night for building the Broncos. You and I have switched up shows a few different times. It's cool, man. It's cool to see that support and cool to see that people care about us. Even when we're not here, we're on vacation. People want to uh, ask how things go. Phil, thank you so much, man. Appreciate your support. Um, 
saw one in here real quick, and we're going to get to some Broncos news, folks, because Sean Payton is starting to assemble a staff. And I know it's slow. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's slow. David Yonkin, I see you. Congratulations to Michaela on her degree. Um, Appreciate everybody in the stream right now. So let's get to it. Yeah, thank you so much. Zach Strife. Thank you for the support, Phil. Sorry. Yeah, Zach, no, you're you're good. You're good. A few days ago, right? Right before the Super Bowl or so last week, Zach Strife, Zach Streif. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Streif, I think. Yeah. Streif. Okay. Well, we don't know because he has yet to be like officially announced. I mean, not like they're going to roll sure. out the red carpet for all these guys, but uh, he was hired as the offensive line coach. Zach Streif's coming over from the New Orleans Saints. Surprise, surprise. He was an assistant offensive line coach over there. He played offensive line with the New Orleans Saints. We touched on that a little bit last week on MHI, but you've got Declan Doyle today reports indicating that Declan Doyle will be the new Broncos tight ends coach surprise surprise coming over from the New Orleans Saints where he was an offensive assistant somewhere on that plane Kendall is smiling because he's from Iowa uh (laughs) at least he's got some coaching in Iowa there and then Dan Dalrymple uh reports are suggesting he's going to be the new strength and conditioning coach spent 16 years with the saints tom so here we go common theme logan kilgore he was named as offensive quality control coach passing in the passing game now i shouldn't say he was named but reports are indicating these three gentlemen have landed jobs with the denver broncos now logan kilgore his last position we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He coached Arch Manning. He was the <laughs> offensive coordinator over at Newman High yeah. School. So uh, I absolutely like to see some creativity. I like to see some of the guys that Sean Payton is familiar with. But Logan Kilgore, he's got me buzzing right now because you say Arch Manning, my ears perk up. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know, he wasn't just that. He he started at Arkansas State. You know, he got his he got to start there. So he has some college. It's not just high school background, but you know, Peyton Manning and any of the Mannings kind of have a special place in Broncos hearts. So, you know, any anything that can get us closer to drafting Arch Manning, I get Arch Manning. I guess uh, people get excited, and that's one of them. So that's one check mark. <laughs> yeah, well, and you've got to figure it out. And I know it's hard when it's not a huge name. It's hard for everybody. It's hard for me. I don't know every single coach in the NFL, and I'm not going to pretend that I do. Uh, So many times I'm on the road talking with guys and gals, and if they want to talk, you know, when you're on the road and you're doing scouting evaluations, you're there to either, you know, tell Dick Cheney jokes at the bars or put in work. And if I talk to somebody, I try to introduce myself all the time because just because you haven't heard of them doesn't mean they're not worth their salt. I mean, a long time ago, Sean McVay was just an assistant. For Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan yeah. too, you know, and, so, and some right. of these cats. So talent can come from anywhere, especially in the coaching realm. But you know, I'm happy to see the offensive side is getting assembled. Defense, <laughs> we're kind of waiting on, and there's a big yeah. fit, a big sexy Rexy <laughs> uh, fish, Rex Ryan. There's a Fox report put out there a few days ago, Thomas, about Rex Ryan possibly being considered as defensive coordinator here in in Denver under head coach Sean Payton. 
What do you think? Initial impression. Well, he has a great track record as a defensive coordinator and a defensive coach. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, most of his uh, most of his teams ranked fairly high when it comes to points against. Jacob Foster, thank you very much for coming in with the support. Jake, that's awesome. What's up, thank Jake? You so much. I haven't seen you in a minute, buddy. Hopefully, you're doing well. Jake, one of our one one of our MHI shirts uh, last year. Nice. So I know he's out there repping our repping our threads. But yeah, man, Rex Ryan, yeah, you obviously hit the nail on the head. He he comes in with his accomplishments popping off the resume. Yeah, but I do have some reservations, of course. I always do. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put your foot in your mouth or anything <laughs> right. like that. You don't want to get one exactly. foot ahead of the other just yet. Exactly. Um, but Rex Ryan, does he have his foot in the door? We don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's hard to say. You know, it's so weird because, you know, the Rob Ryan experiment experiment in New Orleans didn't work out so well. So now is the what's the Rex Ryan experiment going to be? So there's a few things that I I kind of have a, a give me pause. One, he's been out of it for a while. The last time he coached was 2016. Six that years. Was, yep. Yeah. So you know he hasn't uh, he hasn't been doing it for a while. So that. Not that you forget that stuff, but anytime you do something and you stop doing it for a while, you start to forget. It's like a learning, you know, you learn a language and then you start to forget it. Stuff like that. The other thing that gives me pause, and I was talking to you before this, is I, I found an old playbook of Rex Ryan uh, from 2010, and it's 80 pages long. And I started looking through it, and uh, most of the base defenses and most of uh, well, most of the defensives in that were cover three. Now, there's nothing really wrong with cover three, except for when I think about who the Broncos have to go through to get ultimate success, they got to go through Joe Burrow. They got to go through Pat Mahomes. They got to go through uh, through Allen in, in Buffalo, right? And we, uh, Burrow can slice up a cover three better than any, anybody, right? And so, and then that gives me pause. And then second of all, they put a lot of emphasis on the linebackers, right? In cover three to cover the seam or cover the uh, or, uh, cover the flat, right? And um, we don't have, uh, you know, when we look at the Broncos roster, I don't see uh, a massive uh, cover tight end or cover uh, linebacker on the roster. That's going to, of course be able not. To, of course you make, don't, because George Payton difference. refuses to draft linebackers. I don't know why, and I like George Payton, but it's one thing that drives me absolutely nuts. So, it pisses me off. I was up there. I was up there, you know, and I know Logan Wilson won there with George Payton, the reach or whatever. I get it. Chad Muma was there last year. He didn't want to do anything about that. And Baron Browning, don't give me Baron Browning. Baron Browning was drafted as a linebacker, but he's an edge player. I mean, they've made that convert there and it is what it is. I still would have liked to see Baron Browning play linebacker. I, you know, I, I'm, I he's a fine edge. He really is, but I would have loved, and I would still fight. I'll fight you, Tom. Baron Browning <laughs> should still be a linebacker. But, I mean, yeah. you're exactly right. If, you, if you're talking about a Rex Ryan defense, we need to start looking at the coverages. And I found it fascinating that you were able to pull a 2010 New York Jets defense seemingly right off of Google, and I yeah. downloaded it as well. Um, but you said it first, and, and something that we can't overemphasize He's going to get to the quarterback, man. This is a, a coach that loves to send pressure. His defenses have been ranked in the top nine in sacks five different times. Uh, top, He's had top 10 ranked defenses in nine out of his 12 seasons as a defensive coordinator or head coach. So how do you beat Pat Mahomes? You got to beat up Pat Mahomes. And I know, I know he does a lot with one leg. Well, that is very <laughs> evident. Uh, but you've got to hit this guy. I want to put some pressure on these young receivers. He doesn't have world beaters out there at receiver. Uh, he really doesn't. Like Sky Moore, okay, I see you. But you were wide open on that one, bud. Like, especially in the Super Bowl, I'm talking just a few days ago. Right. Let's put pressure on some of these younger receivers. Your corners, your DBs, they should be seasoned. They should be vets. They should be able to catch these guys a little bit. And let's find a way to get to the quarterback. That's where your edge rushers come in. That's where a guy like Draymond Jones comes in. Are you going to commit to him? We don't know. We're still trying to figure out the coaching staff, let alone getting some <laughs> players back, because that's what all the players are saying. And our guy, Gary Palmer, coming in with a huge, generous 1999 super. Appreciate you, GLP, saying good evening. Thomas, Luke, and Scott finally starting to fill some holes. I think Sean Payton is playing it close to the vest. Hashtag MHH for life. You're exactly right, GLP. I mean, Sean Payton is making sure that he is taking his time and trying to get this decision right. But I just... 
I wonder how long can you afford to keep this going? I think the Broncos got the right guy and head coach Sean Payton. It took forever to get here, but we're talking about assistance now. You should have at least had an idea when you were getting yeah. these interviews of the type of staff you wanted to put together. I'm hoping this isn't a bad sign. I am too. You know, if you're if you're bringing Rex Ryan's name up is a bit of a weird sign to me, right? <laughs> I mean, it's a reach. I think, yeah, it really is. And and the other thing too is his he's been uh, accused of having very complicated defenses, uh, very complicated uh, adjustments, you know, checks that based on what the team was, what they're running, and and people weren't allowed to just play. And that coming in brand new to a defense that has no idea what any you know what the eighty page playbook is going to be. That's gonna that's gonna start out fairly slow until people can start getting the hang of it, and then if you get an injury or two, someone making the calls, that can that can affect the defense. So, my, my personal personal approach would be to bring someone in that isn't too far removed from what they were, you know, using before. Someone from that kind of branch, so to speak, from that tree to come in and coach the defense. But Rex Ryan seems like a, a very different. I know he runs a three, four at times, but I'm talking about the other parts of the defense because three, four rarely gets run anymore. Actually. I mean it, uh, when you're yeah. actually playing. So it, yeah. And why is that? Because the league is going to such a pass happy. I mean, going it's there. It's a pass happy eccentric offensive league. That's where we're at. No longer can you have these guys like Vince Wolfark out there on first down to try to plug a run because these quarterbacks and these offensive coordinators and play callers, they're going to understand that you can gas this guy out easy by yep. playing a left and right East and West type of game. Um, defensive linemen are more athletic and strong and smaller than they've ever been before. And I'm not just talking about Aaron Donald. I've been around Raymond Jones, not only at training camp, but off the field as well. And this guy you wouldn't know he's a defensive lineman. If you would have popped him into like the eighties or the nineties and said, he's a defensive lineman guys would have been looking at you funny. They'd yeah. have been looking at him <laughs> like, you know, maybe he's a big linebacker or something like that. Um, sure. be, because you've got to have a heavy emphasis on an athletic defensive line as well. Ray Osborne coming in saying, I think maybe Rex Ryan is outdated. Um, six years, is a long time, man. It's a long time for sure. And a lot changes in six years, but a lot also stays the same. We're not talking about you needing to be a rocket scientist here to, to call an NFL defense. I mean, for the love of God, Vic Fangio was just employed by the Philadelphia Eagles for what, a couple <laughs> weeks. And you see where that got him. And I know, I know, I know the referees, that's a whole nother thing, man. Um, because truth be told, and I hate to say it, Nick Bolton should probably have been the Super Bowl MVP. I think he made history. He got robbed on a few calls there. Um, two touchdowns. I mean, come on, man. They're taking one back. But I digress. I, I mean, Vic Fangio is out for a year, not six years. I know. Totally different. Totally different time period. But um, I think he was a little rusty. And I think that there would probably be some issues there with – a new look Rex Ryan defense. But one thing that I absolutely love about Rex Ryan is that he stays current with the beef. And what I mean by that is being employed on ESPN for six years. He knows what's wrong with this Denver Broncos team. He called Russell Wilson's play last year, quote, pathetic and absolutely stands by it for better or for worse. Rex Ryan's behavior is Rex Ryan's behavior. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He doesn't pretend to be someone else. He doesn't pretend to be something he's not. Hell, his brother, Rob Ryan, is an assistant with the Raiders right now on the defense over there. How great would it be to get more of a rivalry in this AFC West as a little brother-on-brother brother right now? I would absolutely <laughs> love that. And you're right. Rob Ryan didn't have a lot of success with the Saints. One year, I think he had success in like a top 10 defense, if I'm not mistaken. But Rex, Rob, two different guys, twins, sons of the great Right, Buddy Ryan, that 1985 Chicago Bears defense. Correct me if I'm wrong because you're a master on history. <laughs> Wasn't Buddy Ryan the only coordinator to be carried off of the field after a Super Bowl win? 
I believe so. I believe you're right. I think I mean, was. that gives me goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it. And I will say 2015 Denver Broncos were still better than the 85 Bears. I'm going to wow, stand that's by a, that. That's a tough one for me. Fight me, Tom. <laughs> Fight me. Fight me. I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. You didn't have a freak of an athlete like Cam Newton you know back there yeah. for oh, of course the opposing not. offense and so we could go we could go days for days but let me get to clayton <laughs> my guy real quick clayton here on how you doing buddy hopefully you're doing well happy valentine's day to all our guys and gals out there in mhh hopefully you did something uh fun for your significant other your family uh your kids i know we always try to do something for our little girl and clayton saying been a while working a lot these days and just ask my girlfriend to marry me on Valentine's Day. Pump for this season. What'd she say, Clayton? I want to say congratulations, <laughs> bud. I do. I want to say congratulations. I'm sure she said yes. Yeah. Congratulations, my yeah, friend. Yeah, congrats, that man. That is That's huge. Awesome. That made my night, man. I'm smiling for you. Um, yeah, welcome. Welcome to a cool club, man. I'm a yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah. Tom, you're a husband. Uh, we want to celebrate these things with you, Broncos country. So I appreciate you sharing that, Clayton. And speaking of celebrating, I just want to give one quick shout out to my mom. It's her birthday today. A big day. Yeah. Birthday. Happy birthday, Hall. Jackie. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful woman. Thank you uh, for everything and happy birthday. I hope it has been a wonderful day. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jackie. She's out there in Oregon. Tom, I, I wish I could ask her what you were like as a kid. I don't see you <laughs> being too much of a troublemaker. <laughs> I think you really. could definitely cause some mischief and you know, you're pretty, you're one of the smartest guys I know. So you like to think about things before you do them, but I'd have to know a story or two, you know, what did, oh, yeah, what did funny. little Thomas Hall get into that he shouldn't have gotten into? Um, Phil McLaughlin coming in with a huge congratulations and, uh, it's cool, man. It's cool to see our guys and gals yeah, up here. Too. I got my guy, Greg. What's up, Greg? I know you've been having a tough time, man, saying happy birthday to Tom's Thank mom, Jackie. We absolutely love it. What's up, Seth? I see you, big dog. Lawrence Rivera coming in here as well. Um, got a huge crowd on us tonight. Scott yeah, on the wonderful. ones and twos. Thomas Hall. You can get at Tom on Twitter. I'm going to plug this without looking at it. It's at Thomas Hall NFL. That's right. Yeah, and then absolutely. yours truly will be at Luke Patterson LP. Scott's is at Scout Kennedy. Head on over to the mothership at Mile High Huddle. Again, Broncos country, we're going over some coaching staff reports, right? Because haven't got that official email from the Denver Broncos yet <laughs> officially stating coaches have been hired. But then again, it took a few days for Sean Payton's to get released as well. Um, Zach Streif, offensive line coach last week, that was pretty much locked down. He was a former assistant with the Saints. Declan Doyle. Tight end coach for your Denver Broncos coming over as an offensive assistant from the Saints previously with Iowa as well. Dan Dalrymple is going to be your new strength and conditioning coach. Spent 16 years over with the New Orleans Saints. He'll be replacing Lauren Landau. And then Logan Kilgore, offensive quality control coach. He's going to be in charge of the passing game. Uh, most recently coached Arch Manning as the offensive coordinator over at Newman High School. <laughs> and as you mentioned earlier, has got coaching experience in the college football ranks as well. We're also talking Rex Ryan, right? Because we're starting to see this offensive uh, staff be put together. The big ones have yet to be named, of course. Wide receiver coach Zach Azani. I know he's interviewing, right? So yeah. whether the Broncos retain his services, I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, quarterback coach. Offensive coordinator, those things are still open, and yeah. we're still going to probably hear some news about those. I did see Justin Outen got hired, I believe, as the Titans running game coordinator. Yeah, I think I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Did he? Okay. I believe it was the Titans as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I just want to say one last thing about Rex Ryan, and I know you and I go back and forth with Draymond Jones. And yeah. uh, when he, we've been expecting this, uh, this massive leap for him any day, right? Every year we're like Draymond Jones, he's going to be, he's going to be the superstar. And he's always just a little bit short. He was, did, he had a pretty good year this year, I think, but you look back uh, at a historical uh, great legend of mile high, so to speak, Trevor price under Rex Ryan had 13 sacks. Ooh. His best season, most like in sacks really. Um, and I kind of think about all the stuff I've been talking about, how Rex, you know, there's some worries. If he could get Draymond Jones into that production, like Tre Trevor Price had that one year in Baltimore, that would be amazing. Cause that's what the Broncos need. They need that pass rush. They need to get to Mahomes. They need to get to Burrow. They need to get to all of them in order to uh, make some noise in the playoffs and get, and even get to the playoffs really. So that that's some, yeah. something I care about. Right. 
Yeah, you got to hit the quarterback. You got to hit him. You got to put him on his back. You got to make sure it stings. I'm not going out there and I'm not pulling a a Greg Williams saying go out there. Too soon? Too soon for that one, Broncos (laughs) country? No? Uh, But you got to hit the quarterback. Michaela Israel's boy coming in. What's up, Cooper? Saying he's watching us and thinks we do a great job. Appreciate you, buddy. It's cool, man. Anytime you have kids involved, too, because I fell in love with radio and eventually podcasting and my dad's pickup truck listening to Irvin Joe here in Denver, man. And my wife will tell you having friends in the business and stuff like that and, and doing a little myself, it's on my mind. It's on the podcast. It's on the speakers. It's on everywhere. And I think it's so cool when parents share something that they love like me, I'm a sports nerd. I'm a comic book nerd too. I like <laughs> to share these things with my loved ones. It's cool, man. It's cool to see that we're getting love from uh, our friends and family. Yeah, absolutely. We got to start the Broncos young, you know, like get, yeah, get the Broncos well, fans and early. I feel bad. I feel <laughs> Cooper. It used to not be like this. This is not normal. <laughs> yeah. I tell my oh. daughter this all the time. She's just a little bit older than you, but Broncos, the Broncos are going to start winning football games soon. And you're going to be able to wear that Jersey to school and everybody's going to wish they had the Jersey that you're wearing. You just need to stay on, stay tuned, hang in there a little bit longer. Coach is trying to hire some coaches. Uh, Rex Ryan, man, I, I like it just because um, I think Rex Ryan is a motivator of men. I think he's able to get the best out of guy. I look, I think he's a little bit of an idiot. Sure. Now, and I don't really have a problem saying that. I think Rex Ryan would probably agree with that. You know, he's very um, outspoken. He's very dramatic, but he's honest. He's emotional. Sometimes he could be a little bit of an emotional wreck. But you know what? These guys that he's coaching are emotional, too, and they feed off of that emotion. And you can call it corny. I hate it. Anytime Travis Kelsey is talking into a microphone because he should act like he's been there before. He's already got one ring. Now he's got two. But at the same time, you can see that his teammates feed off of his energy in the locker room. That's not a facade. That's not BS. It's not mottos. It's him being him. And Rex being Rex could be very good for the Denver Broncos. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of, you know, a different way to attack a Justin Herbert, a different way to attack Pat Mahomes. Who, what are the Raiders going to do with quarterback, right? I mean, Derek Carr officially <laughs> released yesterday, so he didn't get that $40 million or whatever. But the Raiders are looking to make a splash. You, you know they're going to try at least in the NFL draft. So yeah. I'm okay with Rex Ryan. I love the high pressure. Um, I have concerns as well. I do. Six years is a long time to be out of this league, folks. It is. But it does not mean that he's going to step into the league and be speaking a new language. The guys are going to be relatively tuned in to what he would want as a defensive coordinator. And ultimately, what Sean Payton wants. This is Sean Payton's show. He's going to dictate what kind of defense he wants. And that's why we're talking about this here on MHI right now. I mean, is the Rex Ryan defense the type of defense we want? I'm not so sure. Is he the type of defensive coordinator we want? Maybe. I like that guy with the chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he's a good compliment, really, I think, maybe to Sean Payton. A little bit different, Ooh. a little more emotional. I, I don't know. He, he uh, I'm not sold on him yet. Definitely not. I, there are things to like. And the, the other thing, too, is everybody's defense is going one way, right? Everybody's starting to, to fall into that Fangio. We got to get that Fangio defense and, you know, the, the masterminds of the cover two shells and things like that. Maybe a little bit of different, uh, different defense is going to surprise some people who knows it, it might, it might work. And you were right. The one thing I do like is somebody that's fiery, that's willing to jump into the rivalries to give the fans something to, to cheer about, get people motivated it's a going to be Rex Ryan. It's going to be totally different than what we've seen the last six years. And that, yeah. I mean, that can be a good thing. And that's what we talked about on the show before, like getting yeah. rid of players that may be good, but don't know anything but losing, you know, the different might, might be good. It might be really crazy and, bad too. And you need a bad guy. You need yep. a bad guy. And Russell Wilson's not a bad guy. He's been painted as right. the villain, but he's not. He wants to be the hero. So desperately bad that, there's this foul stench in the air and this bad taste in the fan base's mouth right now, but that's an offensive problem. You need villains on this team. And what do I mean by that? Bill Romanowski, fantastic villain. Um, (laughs) Not a player. I would say that I love especially, but a guy, the Denver Broncos needed, and you'll 
hear his former teammates talk about him. You know, a bit of a live wire, a, a bit of a loose cannon. Absolutely. Hell of a teammate. Guaranteed. And Absolutely. you need, you know, I'm not talking to Scotty Pippen to MJ. I'm talking Dennis Rodman to MJ. <laughs> I mean, you need some bad boy in there. And Rex Ryan is is as bad boy as they get. Let's go get a, you know, gosh damn snack. That's that's classic. That's that sound bite from Hard Knocks will forever be in my brain. Garth Knight, what's up, buddy? 499 super. Appreciate you, Garth. He's saying you two are selling me on Rex Ryan. I'm selling you on Rex Ryan. Tom isn't so sure. <laughs> I'm warming up to the big guy. Happy birthday to Jackie. Appreciate you, Garth. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I'll just say that thing about uh, what you were just talking about, having someone bad about Rabil Romanowski. The, the thing was he brought a championship mentality. That was the most important thing. It wasn't, you know, that he was a dirty player, and that's going to keep him out of the Hall of Fame most likely. But he brought a championship mentality, and and I'm not saying Rex Ryan has a championship mentality, but he's bringing in a different mentality So if he does come in with, a chip, like you said, a chip on their shoulder. Uh, and he's going to motivate these players to be a bit more, uh, like you said, a little bit rough around the edges, but look at the 2015 defense, right? They had TJ Ward. Yeah, TJ Ward, Ward. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah, TJ Ward allegedly throwing bottles in a club that doesn't sell bottles. Uh, you know, you have a keep to leave and everything that he's been known for. Yeah, you got some yeah. dogs on that team, man. Yeah. It's okay. Like, I'm no, I'm not going to go to church with any of these guys, <laughs> you know. But like at the same time, do I want to win? Yeah, and that we've said it before too. Don't yeah. always meet your heroes, folks. Um, right. in, in no way, shape, or form. And I shared this on Facebook and give me a little second to get on my pedestal. But you know, I don't, you'll never hear me refer to these men as, as warriors ever, not once ever. They're not going to war, they're playing a professional football game. Um, Rex Ryan can motivate men to get ready for a professional football game. That's right. He can talk them up and get them to believe like they're going out there and playing for their lives. Yep. I mean, truly. And in a sense, maybe they are. We just saw, you know, a huge scary thing happen with DeMar Hamlin. You've seen players seriously injured before, if not paralyzed. I mean, so to a certain extent, there's a ton of risk. And I love sure. the fact that Rex Ryan is able to get these guys up. Um, it's probably not going to be the most PC defensive room in the world if, <laughs> if you're going to be around Rex Ryan, but that's something that I'm okay with. Isro Evero, uh, been around him just a little bit last summer. Complete gentleman, a gentleman, an absolute gem. That's why I was so floored when we were hearing the reports that his interview didn't go well with the Broncos because you're thinking, man, he's so nice. But yeah. you know what? A lot of people sometimes they take truth for being rude. And sometimes a person's truth is a little bit different than yours. It doesn't mean they're being rude. It means they're being honest. So don't ask for the truth if you really don't want it. So Phil, I hear you. Uh, Rex love is loved in the rocker room. Locker room. Speaking of D, are any edge guys going to be available? The first name that comes to mind for me is because I saw it on Twitter, and he's uh, <laughs> one of my favorite players ever, Calais Campbell, right? And a little exchange oh, yeah. with Micah Parsons and the Dallas Cowboys. Calais Campbell is like the Tom Brady of the defensive line. Uh He's old, he's great, and he's slowing down barely. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd be okay with Calais Campbell finally coming home. You should have came home 10 years ago, big That's fella, right. when you That's were right. a free agent and you went to Arizona. Or no, did he come from Arizona to Jacksonville? Arizona to Jacksonville, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's that, what it was. Jackson, it? Yep, That's when he spurned the Broncos the first time, really, was then. I, they, the Broncos tried to sign him. He went to I know. Jacksonville. I know. Yeah. Could, you could have seen you could have seen D Wolf and Calais Campbell a lot sooner. And I'm not talking about that Baltimore Ravens mess. Michaela Israel, two dollar super. Thank you so much, Michaela. Appreciate you being so active in the chat. And hopefully Cooper is doing well. Um, also getting some super stickers in. Pair of fists. Nice. I love those double bumps, man. Double <laughs> bumps, a Broncos fan. Next time you see him, and if you see a Broncos fan or a Raider fan, a Charger fan, Chiefs fan, buck them. Wear that T-shirt over on HuddleUpPod.com. Uh, Cooper picked the super sticker. We appreciate you, Cooper. Thank you so yeah, much, you man. So much. And yeah, huge nucks to you as well, brother. Um, free I, you know, agent I just wanna, Edge. I just want to say that they don't. the Broncos don't need to have to really go get Edge. They just have to get their edges healthy. That's been the problem. Randy Gregory needs to play a full season for crying out loud. That's, they need to that's, go get edge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th that's been the problem. This, you know, they did trade away Chubb. So, so really they've got, they, they, uh, what they need is Gregory to stay healthy, Browning to play, you know, play like he's been playing. They need to get Benito stronger. 
get him to fill in. And then after that, you don't, you don't, I don't think you need a superstar edge. You've got, you've got your superstar Ooh. allegedly in Randy Gregory, if he can play and you got Browning who can play pretty dang well. And then you got Benito who needs to step up. And then after that, you've got Cooper and a few other people. I mean, you can go out and spend big money if you want to. I, I don't think they need to spend the big money on the edge rusher. I think they need to uh, work on the defensive line and get some more interior pressure. They need to get Draymond Jones over that proverbial going to be a superstar hump that we've been talking about him getting over and then bring in another defensive lineman who can cannot only play, you know, play against the run, but get to the passer from the interior. Your attitude goes, a team's attitude usually goes like the O-line and D-line goes. That's yep. been the old adage for a long time. Some teams don't, and it's very, very rare. But, I mean, that's a huge core of your guys, right? Five up front on offense, four up front, sometimes three on defense. But it's rotating. So at any given time, you're looking at just less than a dozen guys uh, who are starters that are your nucleus of your team. So I think it's very important that the Broncos figure out not only what they're going to do with their coaching staff, but how do we upgrade when you start talking to free agents and looking at some, I mean, Robert Quinn at age 32.7. Okay. He's probably top of the list. Brandon Graham, unique Ningwakwe. I would be thrilled to have him here, but that probably <laughs> means that Draymond Jones is gone. Dalton Reisner's gone. These guys are going to command some money. These free agents, right. Coming into Denver. Maybe you can attract a, a big name edge rusher like Ningakwe with those Rex Ryan sack statistics and get him to take a little bit less. Russell Wilson, does he want to come back to a little bit of this thing called reality and give some dollars back? I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. But his new deal hasn't even kicked in yet and people are already wondering would he take a restructure these are things that are absolutely critical when you look at the denver broncos coming into this draft with what tom six picks i, I mean yeah. as it sits they, today yeah they they need to fill in i've been saying this they have got to use free agency to fill in the roster holes and then go to the draft and try and pick pick some players for the future that's the problem you know it's they they have to spend the money and that's that's a bummer to a certain extent because most of the time when you look at free agency, you're paying, and I said, I've said this before, you're paying for what they've done in the past. You know, you're rewarding them for the past performance. What they really need to do is focus on finding someone who's going to play to their potential and reward the team for giving them the money. And that's the, that's the, that's the big kicker is who are they going to find for, on a one-year deal that isn't already kind of, worn out their uh, their legs so to speak on the edge and even the d line d lineman yeah. lasts a little bit longer if they're not a heavy d lineman if they you know if they're not the 350 pounders but yeah i don't want to pay i don't want to go out and pay big money for an edge but if they have to because they're not comfortable with gregory staying healthy that's going to be a huge pill to swallow he did not live up to his uh contract this this last go around and no. pay another big one? I, I just I can't, can't do it. <laughs> no, and I don't think Walton would be down, right? I mean, or Mr. Penner, I should say. Greg Penner definitely putting the uh, – shortening up that leash a little bit on George Payton. And it's going to be interesting to see the way they attack the offseason, specifically free agency and the NFL draft. I think George Payton is going to be the guru with the draft. I think Sean Payton is going to be the guy in free agency. And that's just the way I'm guessing structure is going to be. Again, we talked about it on MHI last week. Sean Payton probably has some, I know he has some guarantees in that contract, but he probably has control of the front office, if we're being honest. Now, they probably wrote it up in all kinds of nice lawyer language that I didn't go to school for, and I'll never pretend to even know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think Sean Payton and George Payton, they're even. No guys above the other. And if that's the case, Sean's probably just a little bit above George. But I think that power was definitely shifted. Um, would Greg Penner want to shell out the money for another pass rusher? No, because he shelled out the money for um, the pass rusher from Dallas, Randy Gregory. Can't play, right, for a variety of different reasons, injuries this year. Then you shelled out a second-round pick for Nick Benito. 
I mean, what did Nick Benito do this year? And I like Nick Benito. I don't love him, but I like him. He's a nice enough guy. We saw him out there at training camp and looks just like a developmental pass rusher. Looks no different, in my opinion, than a guy like Jonathan Cooper, who I fell in love with a couple of years ago at the Senior Bowl. But same thing. Turn it on, man. It is time to turn it on or get going. Because just like cornerbacks, edge rushers are one of the deepest positions in this NFL draft. Yeah, and and that's the problem that we've seen with with Benito is he he's a situational pass rusher at best right now. He can come in and rush the passer. He can't. He, I didn't see a, a, him setting the edge well against the run, so he's a little bit of a liability there. And he, when he Too did light. get his chance to pass rush, he didn't get home very often. So he's got a lot of growth. I think he can get there. I think he has the talent. I think he's got a you know a nice bend. He's got nice uh, you know, nice quickness off the line. But yeah, he's got to bulk up a little bit, get a little stronger, be able to set that edge if he's going to play full time. And you invest a six, second round tr- draft choice, you you expect that player to be more than just a situational pass rusher going forward. But unfortunately, he didn't see the field even with all the injuries that much. He didn't see the field, so we don't know why. A- yeah, well, I think it's because he didn't have the the strength to hold up in the running game. You can't just George, go out there and rush the pass all the time. You've got to be if, able to set if, the edge. If you're right, which I think you are, that is a direct indictment on George Payton, and he told us about it. I think he had immediate regret when he took Nick Benito. Again, I think George Payton regrets taking Nick Benito. Why? The very first thing he says about Nick Benito, other than he's a fantastic pass rusher, we can't wait to see what he can do, and blah, blah, blah. He says we need. we know he needs to get in the weight room. We know he needs to get in the way. I'm sitting here thinking, Jesus, George, way to sell a fan base on your first (laughs) pick. I get it. He's a second rounder, but your first pick of the 2022 draft and he's got to get in the weight room. No, we need this guy to get in there and put Pat Mahomes on his ass. And instead, I've got you doing squats with Lauren Landau last year. It ain't going to work. Keith Brugman coming in. What value do the Broncos (laughs) need to trade Garrett Bulls? Um, This is. I guess was the rumor yesterday on Twitter. We talked about it a little off air. Uh, Again, I use the word rumor because that's all it is right now. Apparently there was a rumor from Twitter suggesting that Garrett Bowles is being shopped. I haven't heard of this. I immediately think this is untrue. Why? Because George Payton moves in silence. That's one thing we knew. Uh, We do know too. I mean, we didn't know what was happening with the head coaching search. We didn't know what happened with Russell Wilson that came from nowhere and we all thought it was Aaron Rodgers. I was reporting that it was going to be Aaron Rodgers last year in Las Vegas based off of people I was talking with. I didn't go out and guarantee or say I would throw money to a charity or anything like that, but we know that George Payton was definitely working in silence. Why would he want a report of Garrett Bowles coming after a season ending injury to get out there for trade? I don't believe it. I refuse to believe it. Could could it be it's a possibility? Definitely. Sure, it could be a possibility. I mean, but anything is possible. Channeling my Kevin Garnett right now. I mean, <laughs> talking to folks, guys and gals on the road in Mobile, in Las Vegas, they all are asking about the Broncos offensive line. So five out of five, four out of five starters returning next year? No, that's never been the conversation. It's, are you guys getting a brand new offensive line? Was Butch Berry really the problem? Yes, Butch Berry was really <laughs> the problem. And uh, Garrett Bowles, the Broncos aren't shopping him. Yeah, this is the thing. Well, there's two things that give me pause on this whole rumor. Number one, like you said, it's been super quiet out of command of Dove Valley. Who, these insiders who have sources, I, I don't trust it anymore at all. Back you know, in the John Elway run days, <laughs> sure, things got leaked. But we saw it in real time. Nobody, nobody saw what was happening. No, everyone was hush hush with the whole head coaching job. So the, the insiders, I don't put much stock into them anymore because they're they're guessing now in my mind. They're guessing. They really guessing are. and calling it per source guarantee. And I'll say I'll say this real quick, based on what I've heard, and I say based on what I've heard. I don't go out there and say per source. I don't go out there and make up a bunch of BS just to float my name out there. What I've heard, Greg Penner talks to one guy in the media and that one guy is a big national fish and his name is not ian rapaport so if you're talking to one guy and you're greg penner in broncos country you know who i'm talking about he's covered the broncos for years all right like that's all i need to say um that's where information is going to come from or not come from george payton greg penner and the walton ownership group 
they move in silence. They do not like right. this stuff out and about. That's why it's kind of funny who it's coming from, too. Yeah. And the second thing uh, that I want to th – there are three other positions that need to be addressed on the offensive line. You're going <laughs> to trade goals? That makes four. Basically, your entire offensive line needs to be redone in one offseason. I just right. don't – and it could happen. I mean, someone could blow them away with a draft uh, draft package for Bulls who was injured, whose draft capital is – the, probably at the lowest it's been in the last two years. I don't, I don't see it happening. They've got too much other stuff to address. They got to address guard. They got to address right tackle and they got to address center. And if they get rid of bulls, that's going to be a pretty tough offensive line to rebuild. Garth yeah. Knight, thank you for coming in. Just, I just real quick, just real quick, Broncos catcher. If you're worried about losing an offensive lineman, it shouldn't be Garrett Bulls. It should be Dalton Reisner. I'm telling sure. you, I, I like. I'm telling you, I'm worried. Uh, no, I'm not hearing things per source, any of that crap. I'm just telling you, the man is very proud of where he's from, right? Wiggins High School. He's hanging a Broncos jersey up there, getting in the Hall of Fame. Just posted it on Twitter or Facebook on, in his high school, in Wiggins High School. I'm thinking, man, is that the last time we're going to see, like, Dalton Reisner in a Broncos jersey? Is he celebrating something? I mean, it's hard, and I wonder. But you're Dalton Reisner, too. Do you want to test the water somewhere else, man? I mean, sometimes it's good to get out of your element a little bit. It was good for him to go play college football away from home. Maybe he wants to start a family somewhere else, guys. I mean, the times are tough. Sometimes moving to a state where there's no income tax might be better for you financially. Uh, Dalton Reisner, free agent. The Broncos didn't commit to him. I know it pissed him off. He made sure to tell you it pissed him off on state sponsored. He said it pissed, pissed him off. So Dalton Reisner, be ready for him to potentially walk away. Garrett Bowles trade. I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I, I don't think uh, Risner's coming back. Risner. I, I think I pronounced it. Wrong. I don't think I don't I think Risner all either. the time. He's not. I don't think he's coming back. And, and I take him. I want him back. I yeah. do. Is the guard, and we've talked about it on this show, the guard position in the NFL draft and with free agents. Man, it's a little thin, Tom. Yeah. There, well, there's going to be a competition for people like Ben Powers, right? There's going to be a competition where people, are, teams are going to be paying more for the guard position because they want to go solidify that guard position, and it's it's pretty slim pickings. Yeah, and if I hate to say it, and Scott's kind of saying it in the comment section, but he's right. I back it up. Um, you know, Dalton has done so much work off the field that should be celebrated. I'm yep. proud of, uh, especially being a Coloradan man. Like, I love it. Absolutely love it. He's everything you want your daughter to marry. Right. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's Dalton Reisner, man. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're talking about how well can you block? How well can you pass protect? How well can you run block? How well can you pick up coverages? Dalton's been asked to do a lot since day one. All right. And hearing some, you know, colorful commentary from some former Broncos offensive line coaches that are no longer here. His rookie year, he was brought in to fix Garrett Bowles. Garrett Bowles was broken until Dalton Reisner got here. Dalton Reisner should get some of that money out of Garrett Bowles' <laughs> contract because sure. he was helping Garrett Bowles a lot. The next year, they draft Lloyd Cushenberry. Surprise, Dalton. We know you played center. We know you know your stuff. How about you get out there and help our center make the calls, who, by the way, is calling out and pointing out the Mike linebacker for Drew Locke because he doesn't know who the Mike linebacker is in pre-snap coverage. <laughs> these, right. are the these are the problems we have on the offensive line. Um, so I, I hope that Zach Streif can fix it. Again, reported as the new Broncos offensive line coach within the last week. We'll have to see. We've got about 10 more minutes. I want to make sure we're getting to everybody in the uh, the show here that we didn't get to. Scott coming in with a welcome back, Scott. Two Scots don't make it right. Hope vacation was good. Um, Quentin coming in here as well. Dalton Reisner will be no love lost. Nah, Quentin, I got to say, Broncos country will be pissed if that's the case. They'll be upset. George Payton will be the devil. Greg Penner will be the devil. Russell Wilson will be the devil. Anybody who got paid that was not named Dalton Reisner will be the devil if Dalton Reisner rides off into the sunset. And I got a huge problem with a guy like Alex Singleton down at the Super Bowl, Tom. And Mike Liss is asking him, man, you had a great season. You think about coming back to Denver? Oh, I'd love to come back to Denver. But they're still finalizing their coaching stuff and said yeah. well, they'd get to us later. What? 
<laughs> like this game is won by players and make yeah. no mistake. Andy Reid said that, and I will totally agree with it at the Super Bowl. I mean, coaching very important. I'm not saying that Sean Payton shouldn't be zeroed in, but my God, let's go coach. I need you to finish this <laughs> up a little bit because we got other Broncos that need to start talking about their contract. Their agents are wondering what's going on. And the more time that's waiting, um, the more bothered they could potentially become. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm not. Uh, I like Alex Singleton, tackling machine. He brings back the memories of Michael Brooks for me. Who could? Ooh. I mean, he he. You okay. won't find four seasons in a row better uh, for tackles than Michael Brooks in Broncos country. If you're not, if you're excluding obviously Gratishar. But the problem was he wasn't making impact plays. And I'm talking about he wasn't getting interceptions. He wasn't getting a lot of fumble recoveries. He wasn't forcing a lot of fumbles. And that's what I see Alex Singleton as. He he tackles great. But in today's game, you've got to give your offensive more chances. You've got to take those balls away and give it to your offense. Alex Singleton didn't do that enough for my liking. And I like angles. I love tackling about, machines. How about Josie Jewell? Does he do that significantly more no, than Alex Singleton? No, he does not either. Neither one and, of them are, are today's linebackers, really. I love Josie you. Jewell. I Did love you hear Josie that, Nick? Jewell. Did you hear that, Nick? Uh, no, I, I'm right there with you, brother. You're exactly right. I mean, you're talking about two absolute workhorses and dogs. And I didn't yeah. see Alex Singleton bursting onto the scene this year. I We're yeah. sitting next to each other, sweating out there at camp. And I'm thinking, dude, this guy ain't going to make the team. Then you start watching him and looking at the others. And Jonas Griffith goes down, who I thought was going to have a huge year this year. Um, that was a huge bummer. But you've got to upgrade the linebacking position. And you're right. You've got to have impact plays. You've got to have forced fumbles. You've got to have tipped ball. Tipped balls are an impact play now. If I'm yep. I'm out there scouting, I'm looking for I can't believe it. Actual defensive linemen with long arms now. You know what I mean? Like I'm <laughs> yeah. curious. Oh man, what's your reach like? Because hey, you may not be able to get to the QB, but I'll be the first to say I miss some of those Shelby Hell ah, Shelby Harris pass deflections i do i miss them i don't miss all the bs and drama on twitter but i definitely would like to see a defensive lineman or a linebacker get their hands up a little bit more and try to affect the pass garth Knight, man we appreciate you bro you've been so active tonight thank you so much for joining tom scott and i here on new look mhi what game do y'all consider the worst offensive line performance last season my pick is the road game in vegas but I didn't watch the Christmas Day game. Mine was going to say the uh, mine is the Christmas Day game. And Garth, I'm so happy that you didn't watch it. And I hope you had a Merry <laughs> Christmas because it ruined Christmas for so many uh, here in Broncos country. You saw an offensive line that quit. And when guys openly quit and then you've got Brett Rippon and Dalton Reisner on the sideline, Latavius Murray with a little bit of shoving. It's embarrassing, and it was a bad look, and that's what ultimately led to Nathaniel Hackett getting the axe. How about you, Tom? Give me the worst yeah. offensive line game uh, for Garth last year. Man, I, I don't know. I can't I can't recall, but um, – Ooh, Scott's that, saying versus the Colts. That's pretty That's pretty good. Yeah. I almost just cursed there, Scott. Yeah. That's pretty effing good. I, I like that yeah, one. <laughs> for sure. The one where it was just – it seemed like it was a mad rush to the quarterback on every play. I feel like it was – and the first half of the Chiefs game was just awful, awful. Uh, but I can't, I can't recall. And I'm sorry, I, I have so much uh, the history shoved in my You're PTSD. Brain. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember Denver the early Broncos game. offensive <laughs> line PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Garth, uh, let's just scrap all that, man. And that's one thing yeah. I did like about Vic just a little. I don't think a head coach should ever do it. But when they're like, Coach, you know, and the Senior Bowl is going on, what do you think of last year's film? I didn't watch last year's film. It was <laughs> like, yeah, maybe we should scrap all that and start over. We should but scrap the last got... six years. <laughs> That's just <laughs> it, man. I mean, you got to know what you're dealing with because this change, I do think this change with the Denver Broncos turning their seasons around and their culture around, it's going to happen quick. What is quick? I think quick is the offseason. I think quick is training camp. I think quick is the immediate future that we're looking at right now. And I think Sean Payton is probably already advising some guys and especially in the PR department. Hey, watch what you're saying on Twitter. Watch how you're acting in the off season. Let's let's tighten things up where we can a little bit. And I think you're going to see some of those small changes. That's Sean Payton's deal, man. He talks about details. His whole press conference had me sold because it was about details from uh, club dub with the loudspeakers on the road to the towels. The Saints needed more towels or something like that. The little details is what 
brings a team together and it's what really brings humanity together when you think about it tom some of the smallest stupidest stuff makes me so happy it really does <laughs> if you were to ask me like what are some of your prized possessions i would say one of them is worth maybe two bucks it's this brass hose nozzle that my buddy had built for me that i use on my garden hose it's technically a wildland fire nozzle and i use it on my garden hose to water my lawn i love that thing i freaking love it it's not worth anything but i, I know what it's going to do for me when i need it and that's what this Broncos team needs, man. If you're going to get motivated from a cool song at the end of a road game that you just dominated in Arrowhead, turn that up, man. Yep. Let's do it and let's party. <laughs> so I'm optimistic, but let's hurry this staff up, Tom. Yeah. Well, I'd like to just say that the, the little things are, are important. I mean, you go back to the Sun Tzu's Art of War, and you uh, if you worry about Ooh. the little things, you don't have to worry about the big things, right? And that's the thing. You know, you can you can come in with this big philosophy and you try and bring everybody together with, uh, you know, these big sweeping statements. But when you start to get into the little things and make those right, the big things just kind of fall into place. And I think that's what Sean Payton is trying to do. I agree. And real quick, we got just a few more minutes left of tonight's MHI. You guys have been freaking awesome tonight, man. Our, Thank our you. two, yeah, just in two weeks, our new look show, man, it's it's hitting hot, it's hitting fast, it's hitting furious. For those of y'all that don't know, MHI, we've got some new faces, a good-looking face over here um, <laughs> with me, Thomas Hall. Scott's still on the ones and twos. No need to worry. You'll still see Nick Kendall every Tuesday night in Building the Broncos, and then he's also doing Broncos for breakfast, breakfast with Scott, and he's also covering the Falcons with Scott's other channel as well. So Nick didn't go anywhere except Hawaii this last week where he had a really good time. Glad that he did. Mike Ronquillo coming in. Great show tonight. Luke and Tom on MHI. Thank you so much, Mike. You've been such a huge supporter. Go Broncos. Buck them. Mike, I want to see that Buck em shirt because Mike drips MHH swag all day, every day, and he's proud of it, and I love to see it on Twitter, man. So as soon as you get that Buck em shirt, tag me in it, Mike. I want to see those, those orange threads on you. Um, and it's super cool to know Mike is representing Broncos country out there in Arizona. The Broncos need to back it up. That's all I've got to say. If we're going to be out here with Buckham shirts, the Broncos need to start winning. So we we did the let's ride thing and it didn't work out, but we need to we need to see this turnaround where our Buckham shirts proud, where our uh you know, our right off to the sunset, whatever we've got to Broncos jerseys we need to see some wins and we need to see it happen this season. It's <laughs> now we needed it yesterday. <laughs> we, need it now. we needed Badly. it yesterday. Yeah. We needed it six years ago. And that's just it. Yep. When you start to talk about what does a Bronco season look like? That's good for me. It's not really the, the end of the record at the end of the day, it's sweeping the Raiders, splitting with the chargers and splitting with the chiefs. That's a good first year for me. It really is. I mean, if Sean Payton and I want that win on the road, you come here and you you beat the Broncos' ass, Kansas City. You go right ahead. I want that win for the Broncos in Arrowhead. Uh, you know, like, I want that. It, it's like driving everybody crazy. The Chiefs have the title, deservingly so, you know, even though the refs helped them. <laughs> but the Broncos have got to figure it out. Again, Broncos coaching staff, Zach Streif on the offensive line. Declan Doyle reports naming him as the tight end coach. Dan Dalrymple is going to be the strength and conditioning coach with reports today. And Logan Kilgore, former offensive coordinator at Arch Manning at Newman High School, is going to be the offensive quality control coach in the passing game. So starting to see it. I imagine we're going to have some more news trickle in tomorrow, but the big one's got to be coming soon. We talked to Rex Ryan a little bit on the show. Go back and listen wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a rating as well. Um, Tom also let the cat out of the bag that there's a 2010 New York Jets Rex Ryan playbook <laughs> out there on Google available now on Google.com. Right. <laughs> uh, go ahead and take a peek at that Broncos country. I know I'm going to be doing so. It's going to take yeah. about 80 pages. It, it looks like Seth coming in here. Buckham. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Robbie, I love your hate with KC. We can't be saying that. You can get me in trouble with the YouTube gods. Dylan Von Arx, <laughs> great conversation as always, everybody. Make sure you share the pod on all platforms and hit that like button on the way out. A little bit does go a long way. And be sure to hit up my guy, Dylan. He does hard, strenuous work. Um, he supports us so much on these pods. He supports us on Twitter and supports us at milehighhuddle.com. Be sure to head on over to milehighhuddle.com where you can read work from Tom, Dylan, Chad, Zach, everybody, Nick. And uh, 
yeah, we'll just keep him rocking and roll. Mike coming in here real quick. I mo- mostly just lurk in the background and watch, <laughs> but I had to say my Buckham t-shirt is on its way. We appreciate nice. that, Mike. Chime in anytime you want, buddy. And uh, yeah, Tom, good show, man. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. Yeah, this is this is fun. And we got into some really good stuff. Uh, I, I mean, I, it's awesome that we found <laughs> Rex Ryan, uh, Rex Ryan playbook. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. I just, I, I hope that the time that they take to get these, Offensive defensive coordinators aren't just, oh, we'll just grab, you know, Joe Lombardi kind of thing. Let's, I'm hoping, hopefully, this is a thoughtful process and yeah. not just delayed for other reasons. Yeah, they're taking their time. That's for sure. And I got to hope and wonder that it's for good reason. Um, guys, Tom's going to be back at it Friday morning and Saturday. Sure. Scott's going to be on it with Nick here in the mornings as well. So stay tuned to Mile High Huddle. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com. Get at the mothership at Mile High Huddle. You get it yours truly at Luke Patterson LP at Thomas Hall NFL. Again, we appreciate the support, guys. Never any BS, just some laughs, good times, no guarantees, no per source, no charity donation, none of that craziness. We're here for Broncos football, man, and we are here to celebrate you. Happy birthday to Jackie, Tom's mom. Happy or congratulations to Clayton Heron and his engagements. Uh, congratulations to Michaela Israel on graduating. I mean, we have so much to celebrate here in Broncos country. Thank you for letting us celebrate it with you. He's Tom. For Scott, I'm Luke. Go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.